Welcome one and all to the Eagle Auto Parts On The Go podcast. This is your co-host, DJ Harrington. This is episode 12, and the real host is on the phone, the general manager of Eagle Auto Parts, Doug Williams. Doug, how are you today? Oh, DJ, I'm doing great. Hoping uh, you and Chuck are also doing good. Yeah, Chuck, the producer, is doing excellent, and he has a great episode for today's podcast. But let me ask you, though, Doug, I know that as a hot side thing, you and your wife, Lori, have this honey farm down down south of you. Can you share with our listeners a little bit about the, the farm and producing of the honey? Uh, yeah, sure, we can do that. Uh, the, the bees right now, this would probably be the busiest time of year uh, for a beekeeper. Uh, because, you know, the, the spring is here, you know, the days are getting longer, the nectar's flowing. So, uh, you know, now is, is when the bees are really, really, uh, really working hard. Uh, and this is a, a busy time for us. We really have to stay on top of it, making sure that we uh, keep plenty of room in the hives for the bees. Because uh, the queen is, is just laying every day. She can lay 1,000 to 1,500 eggs a day believe it or not, oh, uh, this time of year. Yeah, she is really laying the eggs because the bees are working so hard. And, you know, a honeybee really in this time of year will only live, you know, maybe four or five weeks at best because they literally work themselves to death because they never sleep, they never stop. Uh, they're always working daylight hours. Uh, you know, about 40% of the hive is flying, which we call foragers. And then the rest are taking care of the young, raising the brood, uh, cleaning the, the hive out, cleaning the, uh, the cells out for, for new brood or honey, whatever uh, they're putting in it. So they're, they're really working hard right now. So they, they need as many bees as they, can, as they can get. So for us, we really have to stay on top of this uh, to make sure they have, like I say, plenty of room. We're also the big fear for, for uh, honeybee keepers is the swarming. And this time of year is, is, the, is the time that they normally would, would try to swarm on us. And what causes that is the, the bees realize either they're getting too many bees in the hive and it's, it's cramped. You know, it's like, uh, you know, parents having three or four kids in a two-bedroom house. You've got to look for a new place to live. That's one of the things we really try to... Or and I try to look for to make sure there's plenty of room because you, you go into a hive and, and do an inspection. And right now we're doing inspections about once a week on our hives. And uh, they might not look too crowded, but if it's dirty, you've got to remember that 40% of them are out. They're flying around. So you got to add another 40% back into what you see, and it may be just not enough room. Or uh, they'll get what we call honeybound this time. There's so much nectar out there right now with all the trees and flowers and everything blooming uh every time there's an empty cell even if it's a a brood which is you know uh, a new bee uh if it's an empty cell the bees will start packing honey in it because they're trying to get as much honey stored as they can while it's flowing so pretty soon there's no room for the queen to lay eggs and they realize, wow, we can't continue to do this. You know, we've, we've got to, we've got to lay some more eggs. We've got to keep the, the bees replenished because we're, you know, they're dying off. So then they'll look for a new home. So we have to make sure we've got empty frames in there that, uh, 
that the queen can, you know, lay eggs in and keep producing. So really critical that we watch this time of year because if not, they'll uh, they'll lay some queen cells because there'll only be one queen per hive, and they'll realize, well, we need to move on, so we need to raise another queen. So they'll decide that they'll take uh, four or five eggs that she's laid, and they'll feed those eggs nothing but royal bee jelly, which is a special uh, food that they they produce just for the queen bee, and that's what determines that that bee is going to be a queen because she will, that little egg will only get fed royal bee jelly its entire life until it hatches. So that's what makes it a, a bee, as you know the queens are, and also you know, turns it into a queen. So it's it's just amazing. What these little creatures can do. Oh, um, so we're looking for those. So we're looking for queen cells. You know, we don't we don't like to see them because that means they're thinking about swarming. So you either got to remove those from the hive, or you can take those queen cells and start a new hive, and so forth. But you really got to watch that as well. And that that'll this will go on now probably till mid June, end of June, and then you know we'll start to get into midsummer when there's not as many. Uh, trees, of course, have all budded out and that type of stuff. And you know, still got flowers and things that bloom all summer, but you'll run into a, a really dry spell for nectar. And then that things will slow down a little bit. And then that's when you don't have to worry about farming as much because you're not either having honey bound or maybe she's not laying quite as many eggs because there's not as many dying because they're not flying as much because there's less uh, nectar out there. So this is, again, the, really a very critical time. This this late April through mid-June is, is when we work the hardest as beekeepers. Boy, oh boy. All right. And when I come back from the break, I, listening to the first part of this, I want to know why they don't sleep. And the other part is on the reproduction portion. Tell us a little bit more about the honeybee itself and what happens with the when there's a second queen bee inside the hive. All right, let's take a fast break, and we'll be back with the real host, Doug Williams from Eagle Auto. Eagle Auto Part is located in the eastern panhandle of West Virginia. The Eagle team is becoming the most recognized name in the recycling industry, serving not only West Virginia, but also Pennsylvania, Maryland, and Virginia. Eagle Auto Part inventory is computerized, racked, and ready for immediate pickup. Or choose our fast delivery service. With a very active presence on eBay, we have several distribution shipments daily. Eagle Auto Part processes all of our vehicles in the most professional manner, which ensures the quality of all of our parts sold. What can we do for you? Visit us on the web at eagleautopart.com or call 800-261-6664, that's 800-261-6664, or send us an email at sales at eagleautopart.com. Here's our fuel for thought for Eagle Auto Parts on the go podcast. Why do people not set goals? Only 5% of all people have goals and only 1% will write them down. Why don't the other 95% do the things they know they should be to, to be successful? That, that they know they should be doing. Now, successful people are successful because they're willing to do all the things that unsuccessful people are not willing to do. Let me tell you what I think holds us back. Even though most people recognize the importance of determining goals, 
and create a balanced life, most people don't do either. A friend of mine, good guy, Dick Biggs, wrote a great book. If life is a balancing act, dash, why am I so darn clumsy? The two major reasons behind this interaction are, first, fear of failure. And second, our own bad habits. Fear of failure is normal and natural, but it shouldn't stop us. Unfortunately, the fear of failure stops more people than anything else in the world. It's okay to be afraid. What not okay is to let fear stop you because we fear the unknown. Change can be frightening, even positive change, like getting married or buying a house, building a new career, adding to a recycling center like Eagle. Fear of failure has conditioned all of us to avoid taking risks because we're afraid we might fall down. It can be discovered from setting our own goals we fear we cannot reach. Now, bad habits are a second factor, and that prevents people from clarifying, setting, and making plans to reach new goals. That's because we often try to set and reach goals that may be set or strive for, like our New Year's resolutions. With about the same level of success, we set a goal to change a habit and then (laughs) attack it like an addiction. We try to stop cold turkey instead of modifying the same way it was developed a little at a time. Here's a tip to remember. Take the word quit out of your vocabulary and you will succeed. This is DJ Harrington. You're a fuel for thought for Eagle Auto Parts on the go podcast. Hello, everybody. It's Chuck, the producer for Eagle Auto Part on the go. And since we're in the middle of NASCAR season, I thought I would share some fascinating facts about NASCAR that you might not have known. NASCAR was originally founded by Bill France. In 2003, his grandson, Brian France, took over as CEO. NASCAR is an acronym. It stands for National Association for Stock Car Racing, or NASCAR for short. Legendary driver Richard Petty inspired NASCAR to mandate the window net. It prevents drivers from getting seriously hurt during an accident. Also, Richard Petty won 200 races in his career. That was over 40 years ago, and surprisingly, no one has been able to take his title. There isn't just one big race. There are 23 NASCAR Cup Series for people to claim a championship. One of the biggest Cup Series is the Spring Cup Series. The Daytona 500 has been the NASCAR Cup Series opener since 1959. Lee Petty won the very first one. And there's a love triangle in NASCAR. Richard Petty, Dale Earnhardt, and Jimmy Johnson all share the record for seven consecutive titles in NASCAR. No one has been able to reach eight yet. And those are just some fun facts about NASCAR that you might not have known. Thank you, listeners, one and all. Welcome back to Eagle Auto Part on the Go podcast. DJ Harrington, your co-host, and Doug Williams, the real host. All right, Doug, first part of this has been excellent. Now share with me a little bit why they don't sleep and 
Tell us a little bit more about the reproduction of the honey and so forth, the honeybees. Well, again, they don't sleep. They work 24 seven. Uh, they just are, you know, the, uh, the greatest little, uh, hardest working little creature, I think, uh, in the planet in the insect world. Uh, they're just nonstop. That their, their main goal, of course, this time of year is to get all the honey in, get uh, all the, the cells filled up. Um, also, they want to reproduce to uh, keep, you know, keep the insect species going. Uh, it will swarm on you, as we talked about in the beginning, that just their natural instinct is to go on and reproduce. Um, it's very, very, very rare to ever have two queens in a hive. You would have to have super hive, maybe 100,000 bees or more, that you could actually have two queens. But that's extremely rare, and it doesn't usually last very long. There's, there's only one queen in a hive, and her pheromones are known through that whole hive. You know, her distinct uh, pheromones, those, those bees know which queen goes in there. And when they lay those queen cells, and they raise a queen, and they do swarm, when it gets close to that, those new cells, those new queens coming out, they will uh, they will take off. You know, how they decide who's going and who's staying, I don't know where they have a meeting, what they do, but uh, <laughs> these little creatures figure it out. And uh, about half of them will go with the original queen, and they'll just take off. And they'll go up to a little tree somewhere, usually right outside the hive, and you'll just see a huge ball of bees hanging there. And they'll wait till they're all ready. And, and they're all set, and then they'll take off from there and go to their already predetermined place because they've already found a new hive somewhere in a tree or wherever they're going to go. And then the old hive, the old queen, the queens, I'm sorry, the, the new queens that are going to emerge in, in three to four or five days from then, um, the first queen emerges, usually goes around and uh, will open up the cells and, and kill the other queen because, again, there will only be one queen. So it's kind of the, the, the you know, only the strong survive right. in that situation. So, uh, again, just amazing little creatures. You know, and they and they produce the honey, of course, which everybody, you know, relates to honeybees. Yes. But it will take uh, an, an average hive uh, can, can produce maybe 60 pounds of honey in a season where we live, you know, our seasons aren't super long, but we have fairly good seasons here in, in uh, West Virginia. So they, they can produce about 60 pounds, which is about a five-gallon bucket, which is, you know, a lot of honey. Uh, but those bees will have to fly, you know, probably around 55 to 60,000 miles as a hive collectively to make uh, a pound of honey. When you think when you think about it, oh, it's yeah. absolutely it's incredible. One bee in her lifetime, a four to five week lifetime, can make one tablespoon. So you know when you're putting honey on something, uh, on your toast or whatever in your tea, right. and you think about boy, I put a tablespoon of honey. You know, one bee, you know, gave her entire life just to make just to make that little bit of honey for you to have because they they really I mean they work uh, a bee will visit about two million flowers to make one tablespoon of honey in her lifetime and it's it's only the females that do all the work the males do not do any of the work the only sole purpose of the drones we call it is to mate with the queen so uh, the the females do all the work. The men are actually quite lazy in the bee world. <laughs> <laughs> my wife would say, "I agree." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my wife says the same thing. Exactly. Yeah, the women are doing all the work. 
I tell you what, I've never learned this much about bees in my life. They have to fly almost 55,000 miles, you know, and to do the one teaspoon I put on my toast. Good Lord. Now they are. Two, they are. They two are million rope flowers. Good Lord. Yep. Uh, you are a very interesting guy, Doug. And this is definitely added to our episode. <laughs> now we know. If we ever need a topic to talk about, after the listeners hear this, they should call and contact you to say, hey, could you continue the bee story and continue so we all learn a little bit more about the bee industry and you know a lot about it? Uh, it, would take, uh, it would take many episodes to, to talk about all the great things that, uh, that those little bees do. So let's never forget, without them, we're not here because without pollinators, we don't have food. So let's, let's all never forget what, what the little bees do for us as human beings. They, they really they, they keep us alive. Fantastic. Well, in another episode, I hope we talk about this. Yep, we will, sir. You got it. Doug, thank you very much. And on behalf of everyone at Eagle Auto Parts, this is DJ Harrington signing off.